Hi, this is Prophet Terry. Come experience the new you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Hallelujah. What is the opposite of praise? Hmm. Hmm. I don't want to find out. Praise him, praise him, praise him. Hallelujah. Praise him, praise him, praise him. Well, I suppose the total opposite of praise would be to, I don't know, curse, <clears throat> blasphemy. Uh, let's don't go there. Praise him, praise him, praise him, praise him. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. What should you do with someone that's stuck in the middle? <clears throat> As if though they got something stuck in their throat. Hallelujah. Two choices in life, praise him, praise him, praise him, or the other. But what if you're stuck in the middle? Is there a middle? Is there a middle? You ever ask somebody a question that you want to answer to and they hesitate? And then they say, yes, but you know they don't mean it with all their heart. Hmm? So hesitation to praise him says you had to stop and think if the Lord is good or not. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Should just beat you for thinking. <laughs> the Bible says lean not to your own understanding. Just beat you for thinking. Uh, that's what got Adam and Eve and all of us into trouble in the first place. Mm. Did the Lord really say? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Just the hesitation. The great enemy of faith, the hesitation. For every second you hesitate, it says you don't believe. Uh, mm. At what point, I, I'm thinking about a scenario, let's say there's a father, and let's say there's three children, and so one child right away said, Daddy, you're the greatest. The next one joined in, and the third one, uh, he waited to more of the end of the day. But how great is that one that waited to the end of the day? Maybe they come to their senses. But that certainly don't sound like a great lover, somebody that comes to their senses. Yeah. Huh? Can you imagine two people about to get married? And the preacher says, um, you know, say I do and... You say, I think. <laughs> uh, let's just put you on the other side. You none said your I do. Yeah. What if you're waiting on the other I do?
Hallelujah. There's a scripture that says that the people of the kingdom will be put out, you know. Ladabahasai. Hmm? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And don't hesitate to praise him. You shouldn't even ask your flesh what it thinks. That's why it causes many marriages to fall apart. We stop and think, you know. Yeah. We stop and think whether or not if the Lord is good. And the more we think, the more our own consciences judges us. Because even if you finally come around to an I do, uh, your own conscience will judge you for being late. Huh? Yes, you'd be like those five foolish virgins. Just show up late with your praise. Uh -huh. Party none over with. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hmm? Uh, if it's a ganja party and the, the ganja suppliers show up after the party, you know, it's just party over with. Uh, no happy smoke. Mm-hmm. Ladabakesay. Today is the day of salvation. Today. Uh -huh. As long as it's called today, today is the day of salvation. There's only a few more hours left, you know. Uh, in this time zone, it's only four hours and 35 minutes left. Uh-huh. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. What if you was married? And a person had to think about it every time before they say they love you. Now, they could say, well, you might ask them, oh, honey, why are you hesitating? Well, I just didn't want to lie. I want to speak the truth. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I made up my mind a long time ago that there's no one like Jesus Nobody's been there like the Lord. Hallelujah. There's no one like him. There's no one that's been so faithful. He's been there. Ah, in my worst of times. And now I won't let him be here in my best of times. Hallelujah. You are damned if you let the Lord be there in your worst of times, but in your best of times, you don't let him in the door. Uh, uh, you didn't tell the security. If the Lord shows up, show him in one time. Uh, hmm. 
Jesus spoke something to the Pharisees concerning the scripture behind us that they didn't like and they was offended by it because they, they couldn't figure out how, but they knew the Lord was talking about them. <laughs> you ever know when somebody's talking about you, but you just don't have the evidence, you know. But uh, he knew, they knew he was talking about them. Um, but the tenants said to one another, this is the heir. Come, let's kill him. And the inheritance will be ours. Now, this concerns a man that uh, planted a vineyard, did all the preparations, the watchtower, everything, did all the things, and rented it out to some farmers. And so, you know, the farmers were grateful, you know, they have this vineyard, you know, they can make money, they can pay the landlord, what have you. Um, I, I find it amazing sometimes how nasty tenants can be to their landlords and grumble about the price when they were so happy to get it in the first place. Uh, to be for sure, somebody without character, no matter how much gratitude they show you for your favor to them, they will soon forget it. A man without character has a little brain, especially when it concerns remembering. Uh, oh, yeah. A man without character has a little brain, especially in the terms of forgiveness and in the terms of remembering. They can't remember it, you know. So where gratitude should have been shown, they forget it. So someone without character has a small brain in terms of remembering. Yes? They have a bit of Alzheimer's, you know. So this man, you know, he, he, he created this vineyard and he rented it out to some farmers where they could make money on it and he could make money. So harvest time, he sends someone to take some of the harvest and they beat the person up, throw them out. And it just goes through a long list. I don't know what landlord would be so patient about getting his rent, but uh, evidently this man who planted this vineyard was very patient because he sent several of his servants to get the rent money, you know. See, sometimes you got to bring a scripture up to date, you know. Not that the scripture's out of date, but our ears are out of date. So the, the landlord sends several servants, you know, to come and get his rent because it's due. And you beat them up, curse them out, throw them out. And 
the story goes on to say that there were several that came, and they even started killing some of the servants. Some they killed, some they beat up, you know, some barely got away with their life. So the landlord said, well, I'll send my son. Surely they'll give what's due to him, you know. And this is the statement they made. This is the heir. Let's kill him. And the inheritance will be ours. So Jesus says, what will the landlord do? Will he not come and take it away and give it to somebody else? See, when, when someone, when you make a deal with the landlord, your arm was not twisted, you made a deal to pay a certain amount, yes? And then, you know, a little while, and you're so thankful for this, and a little while down the road, you're just grumbling about that landlord all the time. Not because he's not doing his part, right? See, that is a person of little character because they cannot remember what the opportunity meant for them. And so at this place, they're, they're ready just to take over the building. And do you know how many times I've... I have have noticed this over the years. Uh, well, as far as Trinidad goes, we was only in Chaguanas and here. And I've had people prophesy to me several times that the owner's going to give you the building. <laughs> so I say what I say to a lot of uh, individuals. Hallelujah. <laughs> To God be the praise. <laughs> but that's not what I think. And this is somebody else's building. He's just going to walk up and give me the building. Now, I understand that, that especially as ministers living by faith, you know, generally it comes through somebody's hands when God gives you a blessing. I understand that. And I understand that somebody could decide to say, hey, you know, I love God, and I love the church, and I love this church, and I just want to give you the building. I understand that could happen. But a lot of times it's just plain old coveting. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> uh, robbers in the name of Jesus. Uh, and sometimes we even say, Lord, put a spell on that person and make them give me their car. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hello, church. We ain't ready to go home yet, you know. I, I'm not sure we'd pass through them security gates, you know. You know, some places you go, airport places like that, they, they have metal detectors, you know. In heaven, they have character detectors. <laughs> so I'm not sure if we're ready to go home yet. If we're ready to meet the maker. The maker might say, I didn't make this. Uh, might send you back to earth and say, seven more years. <laughs> of tribulations and trials. 
But I realize that many times that there's just a lot of coveting going on. And then I realize there's something else that goes on. So here it is, this man, we don't know how, out of how many farmers, here's this man, he chooses, you know, to rent to you. And in just a short period of time, you are coveting the vineyard. You want it for yourself. Uh, and you don't want to pay rent. The Bible says give honor where honor is due. That also means pay the rent where the rent is due. Uh, give thanks where thanks is due. You know. Um, Jesus says give to Caesar what is Caesar. Give to God what is God. I think that means give the landlord his rent. Give the bank their payment. <laughs> the Bible says, let no debt remain outstanding, but the debt of love. Because the debt of love can't ever be paid. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. What's, what's the sword of the Lord? Hmm? It's a double edge, you know. It's, it's, it's sharp on both sides, you know. <laughs> it's sharp going out and it's sharp coming back. Uh -huh. And so, let's get to you. You had nothing. But the Lord gave you a chance. You was going nowhere good. I like that saying. You was going nowhere good. That means you was going somewhere, but it was nowhere good. You was going nowhere good. You know, sometimes when you have a flat tire, you was going nowhere good. Sometimes when your car breaks down, you was going nowhere good. And sometimes in this life, you're going nowhere good. Yes, something similar to hell. So the Lord comes along and he gives you life. Gives you life. Now we could talk about tithing a little bit, which is a little 10% of, you know, you had nothing and now you want to grumble about giving 10% of something. Ta-da by side. Or you had nothing and now you want to grumble a little bit about giving an offering or giving something back. Not that tithing is really a, a, um, a loan payment or anything of the such, but the principle is about giving back to God. Here it is, God has done so much for you and you are so grateful. But now you're trying to kick him out. Of your life, that is. Now you don't want to give him praise. Hmm? Now you don't want to give him thanks. Uh, so you want to kick him out or you want to kill him and 
take over what? The kingdom. What kingdom? Well, the kingdom that he gave you, the life he gave you. Huh? You're on a DIY. Do it yourself now. Huh? Your DIY had no skills in a prior life. Uh, you needed the Lord's favor. You needed his help. You needed his mercy. But now you're trying to kick him out of your life. Uh, here's the heir. Let's, let's throw him out and, and kill him and we'll take over the inheritance. We'll take over our life. That means that, that praise that we were, used to spend on God, we could now spend it on ourselves. Uh, yes, the praise you used to spend on God. You can now spend it on yourself. What do you spend your praise on? Huh? What do you spend your praise on? Hmm? You know, church ain't always on Sunday, you know. Sometimes it might be a day through the week, a night through the week. You know, you just let out a little praise dance, you know. Huh? YouTube sometimes like to make fun of the church when they have their praise breaks, you know. But they got nothing wrong with their own praise breaks. You know, that's that moment when, yes, I got the job. Yes, I got the car. Yes, the loan come through. Yes, 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 yes. I did it, I did it. So we come to a place where we want to kick God out. We come to the place where we want to take the building away from the landlord. And spend the money on ourselves. This is not a good night to join if you owe somebody money, you know. Uh, if you're struggling, the Lord can help you with that. He can, he can certainly help you with that if you're struggling. You know, best of intents, yes. Now's not the time to go all anti-courts, you know. Hmm? You was all for courts. Uh, and you just begging and praying for courts to bring you furniture, you know. But now you're done gone all anti-courts. And you say, it ain't worth the money I paid for it. Huh? Huh? Well, it's not about the money you paid for. It's the interest because you didn't have no money to pay for it. That's the problem. Huh? Now, this thing ain't no good. This ain't no good. Courts ain't no good. Courts are thieves, you know. Now you're trying to throw courts out of your, uh, your house, you know. But you were so thankful because court said we're going to take a chance on you. But now you just want to consume the inheritance. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Or your landlord or your neighbor or your friend, you know, you got to give them, you know, you're struggling and you got to pay them the money that you owe them and... But they don't need that money. 
I don't know why they always, just, they just want their money. Well, it's their money. You are so thankful, you know. Hallelujah, glory to God. You are so thankful when the Lord took you as a disciple. Uh, you're so thankful. It's amazing how you can do good to people. And next thing you know, they want to take over. Those characterless dogs. Uh, people without character have no memory. I'm telling you, they have no memory. I will be faithful to you till death do us part. Well, you ain't dead, but you ain't faithful. Hmm? Uh. See, it's not a marriage life that keeps faithfulness. It's character. Hallelujah. We need some character in the church, you know. Yeah. Sunday morning, you're giving your soul to the Lord. Huh? Before Saturday night, you're giving your soul to something else, you know. You forgot you got saved. You forgot how much the Lord meant to you in the beginning. Now you're trying to kick him out. You're trying to evict him out of his own building. Oh, my uh, it must be a person of character. Hmm? Character remembers. Without character, there is no remembrance. Uh? Now, perseverance might lead to character, but perseverance is what got you the blessing. Character is what makes you remember the blessing you got. Hallelujah. You know, some of us persevere. We persevere and get the person we want in a relationship. We persevere and get the job we want. We persevere and get the car we want. We persevere and get the house we want. But it's character that remembers. Uh, Jesus... Um, tells us or the scripture tells us about uh, ten leopards and all ten of them went away and got healed but only one come back isn't it amazing you could get healed of leprosy but because you ain't got no character you don't remember who you owe thanks to now, leprosy is worse than the pandemic, you know. Because leprosy, you just don't get healed of that, you know. That's one of those diseases you don't get healed of. Hmm? That is until you die. You, you, you get to be white as snow even before you die, you know. Jesus washed me white as snow. You know, leprosy make you white as snow, you know. So that's one of them deceiving salvations. <laughs> it's just called a bleaching or something like that. Some people just bleach because they ain't got no character. <laughs> it's kind of opposite of a suntan. You know, you just get bleached. 
<laughs> There's a place in scripture where I believe it was Paul went to another group of people and he said they was of a more noble character. See, without character, ain't nothing but dogs, you know. I don't care what kind of a praise break we have. I don't care how we get on for Jesus. I don't care who gets healed and who doesn't get healed. I don't care who speaks in tongues and who don't speak in tongues. Who shows up next Sunday is all about character. Who shows up next month is all about character. Who shows up next year is all about character. Who shows up five years later is all about character. Everything else is the Alzheimer's of lack of character. You, you don't remember. It's amazing. I, I find it a bit amazing how much character has to do with memory. Or let's put it this way. We know that we talk about gratitude. But what is gratitude if we don't remember it? And how thankful can you be for it? To give the Lord thanks, that means, you know, you're like, uh, who is it, Dora of, of Nemo? You know, <laughs> Dory, is that her name? Yeah. Uh, of Nemo, you know, she, you know, you had to keep her engaged, you know, in conversation or she'd forget who you are, you know. Not only forget who you are, she forget where we was going. And she turn and look at you and say, who are you? Uh, now, these individuals here, they, they remembered, uh, they remembered, uh, you know, who gave them the favor. And they knew that this was the son of the person that gave them the favor. But because there was low lives, you know, you know, there's many saved low lives, you know. They don't say saved, but you know, um, they said, "Let us kill the heir, and then the inheritance is ours." Uh, you know, sometimes you have low life friends, you know. You you do for them, and you do for them, and and they forget you, you know. See, the, the, the problem is, the, the problem, the real problem is you pick friends with no character. Huh? Yeah. See, friends with no character. Huh? Uh, uh, that's, like a, that's like a carton of milk that's going to expire tomorrow. <laughs> huh? Friends without characters have short expiration dates, you know. This this thing ain't good after, you know, a day or two, you know. It's, <laughs> they not good. They don't remember you, you know. You should call your friend up tonight and say, what is your expiration date? But some of them lie to you. They say it's forever, but their forever is... Uh, 
till tomorrow. Mm. Oh, Boy, we're starting to feel the beauty of character, isn't it? Somebody that remembers. Somebody that is thankful. Are you just as thankful today as you was yesterday? I would hope you've added to it. Are you just as thankful today that God has called you? Huh? You know, sometimes, you know, you, you, you're thankful that God called you and then few years down the road you start to think about well I wish he hadn't called me so soon or you begin to think about the fun you used to have before he called you but when you got saved you said Lord you saved me from destruction you saved me from hell you saved me from myself I'd be dead without you and isn't it funny after about 10 years or 8 years of Depends on how weak your character is. You know, some people, you know, some people, they get saved one day and they've forgotten the next, you know. Um, that you look back, when you look back past your salvation, are you saved? If you're living before you were saved, are you saved? Or have you blotted your own name out of the book of life? If you think a lot about your life before you were saved, what appreciation do you have for the one that saved you? Now, I understand you might have been younger. I understand you might have had... Uh, more curves than landslides. I understand all that, but when you when you're thinking about uh, BC and not AD, I think they call it CE sometimes now, don't they? Common era, common era, era. <laughs> They don't acknowledge it's after death. Uh, uh, hello, common. Didn't they just desecrate? We used to say it was A.D. B.C. was before Christ. And A.D. was after his death. But now we just desecrate it. We call it E.C. Uh, or C.E. That's backward currency. C.E. Common era. Now, I believe the word common means there's nothing special about it. It's just time. Beef. Time. After Christ. I think an anti-person must have put that EC there because we're denying his death. Before Christ, we acknowledge that BC. Uh I guess that was before common. <laughs> and so we're not after death anymore. We won't go CE, common era, era. That's right, right? CE. See, we just 
we just denounced that he died and that there's time after death. See, that was the beautiful thing about A.D., after death. It means there's life after death. But now we just call it common. Huh? Common era. Era. This is just ordinary time. Uh, I remember my life before Christ. Mm. And isn't it amazing? People with a lack of character have no memory. Who can't remember how much you used to cry when you was a dog? <laughs> a Gentile dog, that is. You can't remember how unhappy you was. You wanted to die. Huh? Yes, you wanted to die. I mean, sometimes that's grounds of a good marriage. They, they can't remember the bad, they only remember the good. That's what keeps a lot of couples together, you know. Yes, they, they fight, they break up, and because they ain't got no character, they forget about it. <laughs> uh, I had a daughter when she was back in school. She had a friend... And uh, within, I don't know, it's been six or seven years, they got married five times, her friend's parents. <laughs> they get divorced. I mean, they, they'd get so mad and angry at each other, they'd get a divorce one time, you know. That's back when you could get divorces quick. Uh, and then a little time passed by, and they forgave each other. Forgetting is not forgiveness, you know. <laughs> when you just forget because you don't want to think about it, that is not forgiveness. And so a lot of couples, they, they go back just because, you know, they can't remember the pain. Uh, so maybe you and your old lover, the world, maybe you forgot how bad the world was treating you. So you go back to B.C., before Christ. Uh, before Christ. Uh, when you could fit in your skinny jeans, you know, you go back to before Christ. Uh, uh-huh. Uh huh. So you want to go back to your old lover, because you none, because of your lack of character, you can't even remember how much the world used to beat up on you and how miserable you was. Huh? Now that Christ has saved you, you just want to call it common era. It's nothing special. It's just common. Hmm. Now you want a DIY. Yeah. Yeah. DIY. What what is it when you're drunk? D what? Driving under intoxication. DUI. 
That's what you was in the world. You was DUIing. <laughs> Driving under intoxication. Or under the influence. Driving under the influence of Satan. <laughs> and now you want to DIY. Do it yourself. You want to kick Christ out of your life. You're calling it common error. You ain't saying it's A.D. anymore. Uh, you're not saying you're alive in Christ anymore. You want to do it yourself. You forget the happy home he's put you in. You want to take over the home yourself. You want to do it your way. Uh, yeah. Hallelujah. I'm amazed we have, um, over the years, we've had many d disciples and prophets live in the house, and I'm amazed how many of them didn't even have a home, and they didn't have no happy home, and so they come into this home, and they love the home. Oh, it's nothing like it. It's, it's heaven. But in a few short years, they feel like they could do better. If you could do better, why didn't you did better and never bother me? Where did you get your do better from? <laughs> See? Uh-huh. We don't want to give praise where praise is due. We don't want to give honor where honor is due. The people that has helped us. The people that has helped us. I know a lot of times people with character, sometimes you'll hear them say, they remember... You know, some people was not saved when they called our house for prayer. Some people were saved. But but they were still struggling in their after death. They were somewhere between B.C. and A.D. So, but they would remember 10 years, 15 years later, they would remember who first prayed for them. They would remember their names. The counselors may not remember them, but they remember the counselors, you know. So I don't know who's got the best uh, character, but uh, they would remember. Uh, they would remember. See, people with character remember. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not going to talk about that person because they was good to me. They didn't do me no harm. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't care if you want to be my friend or, or my new wife or my new husband. I don't care. Listen, that person didn't do me no harm. You ain't going to get me to turn against them. They might not be perfect, but I ain't turning against them. Oh, no. They showed me nothing but favor. See, a person like that you can trust, but a person without character? A huh? person without character? A person without character will rob from you, steal from you, and turn against you. In a flash, in a twinkle of an eye. Yes, like the coming of the Lord, they just disappear. The Lord comes, but they disappear. <laughs> Jesus did say like a thief in the night, you know. It will come upon you suddenly. And people without character, they will come upon you suddenly and act like they don't know you. I mean, just out of the blue, they forget. Or sometimes you have some disagreement 
and you don't remember, hey, this is my friend. This is my husband. This is my wife. This is my pastor. This is my leader. Sometimes we don't even remember this is our boss. I know some people that they just get teed off and curse the boss out and they forget the boss is the boss and then they ain't got no job. And they did not know how to save so they shouldn't be cursing people out at all. So like in a flash and a twinkle of an eye, they forget. They don't remember. People with character, they may slip, but they ain't going to slide too far. People with character, people with character, they will come back and even if you had a falling out, people of character will try to come back and make it right. But if they ain't got no character, they will forget all about you. As long as they don't need you, they will forget about you. Try to be a person with character. Yes. Don't let your lust outweigh your integrity. Don't let your desires outrun your gratitude and thankfulness for people that have helped you along your way. Quit calling it common error. I wonder who come up with that. You gotta be an atheist. <laughs> Just common error. No common error. Listen, once somebody goes way out of their way to help you, there ain't no common error, you know. Maybe you was broke and somebody come along and they believed in you and they helped you get up on your feet, but now you don't remember them. I understand we might fall out. I understand that sometimes pass. You know, I understand that we might separate, but you can separate in the right way in a way that is about character. Hmm? They go to calling it common error. Somebody helped you and you made like you made yourself. As the Bible says, you began with the Spirit, but now you're trying to do it on your own. You're trying to kill the air because you ain't got no room to give nobody honor in your life. Now, how did you get here? Some people like to say, nobody never helped me. You ain't alive if nobody ever helped you. You are not alive if nobody ever helped you. You are lying. Anybody that says, ain't nobody ever helped me. Hello. The policeman that didn't shoot you helped you. <laughs> The judge that gave you a break helped you. Uh, uh, the the um, big gang member in the prison that decided they liked you, they helped you. You are not alive if nobody never helped you. Mm. Yes. 
Ain't no little rabbit in the forest alive without some help from above. Mm. No. And see, what makes a quality life is when you can look back and remember people that helped you. You have amnesia and an unhealthy interest in yourself if you can't remember nobody that ever helped you or encouraged you. Hmm? Now, be mindful. Many times in entertaining strangers or people acting strange, the Lord has sent an angel, you know. But to say that God never helped you, I'm not even sure it's, I'm not even sure it's respectable to say, well, nobody never helped me but God. Well, most likely God used some people. And if God used somebody, you owe some appreciation to the somebody. Let's say you take a ride out in the country and you get stuck in the mud. And you can't get your vehicle out. And you talk to the farmer there down the road and he says, all right, I'll come and get you out. Why, well, he didn't pull you out himself. He either took his ox or his horse or his tractor or his truck and pulled you out of the mud. So you owe some thank you, even to the Toyota or Bertha the mule. <laughs> because if those things was not there, then you would not be helped. Likewise, God uses people to help you. And what is a blessed life? See, everybody wants to say, bless me, bless me, but you ain't got no memory of blessing. You ain't got no memory of blessing. The quality of life does not have anything to do with what is in your hand at the moment or what will be in your hand tomorrow. The quality of life has to do with how you appreciate the life you have been given. And the quality of life is the thankfulness and the people in your life that you are thankful for. And even, which is not true, in your common era life, even if you say, nobody never helped me, and I suppose that includes God, and you only look back and give yourself praise. Mm. Yes, you know, you know, the doctor was home drunk, your mother was asleep, you crawled out of the womb by yourself. Uh, cut you in biblical cord, tied it. Yeah. Debbie, he sat up at us. Uh huh. Yes, you did everything yourself, didn't you? You didn't much more know yourself till you're ten. Really, you don't know yourself till you're thirty. Um. So. 
You see, you, you're not blessed. A blessed person is a person that has character. And they can look back. No matter how rough their life is, they can look back and see the people that blessed them. Hmm? Now, my mother and father, you know, they kind of fought all the time and they split up and did all kinds of things. But, and you know, a lot of times I was on my own for sight. But it didn't mean that people didn't help me, you know. A blessed life is being able to look back. And especially after you get saved is being able to look back and who helped you in that process. It's looking back and having gratitude for that. Not only to God, but the strangers that the angels inher inherited or the, the strangers that the angels were in that come along and helped you. If you have character, you remember that. You do not forget that. The reason people go rogue and haywire and nuts and take their hand off the plow or look back and run away from God is because they never had character to start with. It's hard to save a person without character. In fact, I'm not sure you can save a person without character. Now, I understand that it's after death, and I understand we accept Christ, and by that we are saved. And I understand that all who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, just like the thief on the cross. I do believe the thief on the cross had a true conviction. But what I would like to say is, I'm not sure you can save anybody without character. What are you saving? If a person has no character, what are you saving? Now, maybe their character is bound by sin, and maybe when they get set free, that character gets set free. Or maybe the Lord teaches you to have more character. Maybe you had some, at least enough to stay till the um, seeds were sown, uh, you know, among the rocks <laughs> and not just on the path. Um, so maybe you had some character and the Lord can certainly give you more character if you realize you don't have character. You can look at yourself. This is an easy way to find out if you have character. Did you get here by yourself? If the answer to that is yes, then you don't have no character. Because you can't remember all the times somebody showed you favor. Somebody gave you a chance. You can't remember the times when even something about the government worked in your behalf. Even something about the police worked in your behalf. Something at school worked in your behalf. Uh, no. When somebody says, nobody never helped me, and nobody cares about me, you know, and, you know, I have to take care of myself, you are looking at someone that has no 
character. No character. Because I don't care if you had the roughest of the rough life. You had a partner in crime at one time or another that showed you some help. Yes. Uh, maybe they took you to rob a house and you didn't have no experience. You didn't have no job experience. <laughs> Listen, there's always somebody. Yeah. Somebody that showed you some favor. Can you even save somebody without character? Well, you could, but I mean, can you imagine? I think that's the problem today. We try to build church out of characterless people. Huh? Jesus said to Peter, upon this rock, I build my church. Uh, we know that Peter, uh, I think Peter had character, although he denied Jesus three times. <laughs> I think he had character and that he tried a few times. I think the reason we could say Peter had character is because he kept coming back. And even though he'd do something stupid or he'd pull away from the Gentiles and favor the Jews, when he gets buffed, he would come back. People without character, they're not going to listen to instruction, you know. So I believe you have some character. Maybe you need to add to that character. And that's what really gives you hope. The Bible says perseverance. Through difficulties and things. And to that perseverance, character. Something you remain true to. But tonight I want to talk about the character from the aspect of remembering. And remembering all that Christ has done for you. As much as Christ has done for you. And the choir says, praise the Lord. And you stay quiet. The preacher says, God is good. And instead of saying all the time, you say, well, most of the time. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hmm? You should be in the jungle up in a tree with a lion jumping up at you. <laughs> Most of the time. Uh, hallelujah. So, do you have character? Are you thankful? Or as your AD none called, none went to uh, CE, common era. Uh, I died, you know, before death. I had that life, my past, but this is just common era. It's just nothing special, just... Waiting around, you know, to go to heaven. Just common. Just nothing unusual, nothing special. 
No after death experience. Hallelujah. Woo! That's what this is, isn't it? An after death experience. People talk about that all the time. I had an after after death experience, you know. I went to heaven and I saw Jesus. I have an after death experience and I ain't never come back yet. You've heard people have an after-death experience, you know, in the hospital maybe. They died, you know, for a few hours or or they maybe they was in a coma and, and they um, they went to heaven and they come back in two or three days. You know, I think that's what a lot of people do and they come back and call it common era. But I have an after-death experience. I will tell you about it if I ever come back. <laughs> Didn't catch that, did you? I shouldn't say I had an after-death experience. I should say I'm having an after-death experience. Ed? Uh-huh. Paul says we are seated with Christ in the heavenly realms. I am so thankful. Yes? Somebody, you need to pay the landlord tonight. <laughs> you need to pay the landlord tonight. Hello. Hello. Some of y'all weak. I say you need to pay the landlord tonight. That's the one that gave you life, you know. Uh, uh, see, you people that won't pay the rent late. I'll praise him later. I'll give God praise later. Uh, I'll give God praise later. Hallelujah. All right. If you have character, my message has none reached you. If you don't have character, I just wasted my time. Speak to us, Lord. Uh-huh. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. Let me, Lord, let me speak to somebody with some character. I I don't want to give somebody a word and they get all happy and then next week they done forgot that you showed them favor, God. Huh? I, Lord, I speak to somebody that's going to remember you. Speak to someone that's going to come back uh, even a year from now and say, I remember. Ah, See, God is character because he remembers you, you know. He never forgets you. He remembers you. Even if you do something bad, he remembers you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, that's why people ain't going to escape hell because God's got a good character. <laughs> he remembers you, you know. Well, actually, it's not so much he remembers because he said to those who knocked on his door, you know, uh, away from me, I know you're not. But he remembers who you hurt 
So that's why hell is in existence because he remembers who hurt his chosen people. Hallelujah. Lord, speak to us tonight. Speak to us tonight. Glory to God. Anybody you wish to speak to, Lord, even if you want to build their character. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. There was some funny news in the paper. You know, used to you could say there's some news in the paper or something like that. Nowadays, there ain't much papers. It's tablets or something. But um, there's some funny news, some strange news that you heard today um, in the news you heard some strange news today but yet it's got you worried you heard some strange news almost it's almost like you tried to laugh at it or something it was strange but it has you worried who am I talking to tonight? Who am I talking to tonight? Who am I talking to? It's got you very concerned, you know. You didn't want to acknowledge that part, but it's true. Some funny news today that you kind of laughed about or but yet it's got you troubled or bothered mm, and it's got you hesitant to do something I would like to talk to you And you have something blue on. The person I am talking to, the Lord says you are wearing something blue. Just in case you need another sign that it's you. You are wearing something blue. Yes, I would like to talk to you. Do not call me if you ain't presently wearing something blue. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to us. Speak to us, Lord. Lord, I know everybody you speak to are at home. Wake them up. Somebody, you have a letter in your e-box I don't know if that's email I heard a letter in your e-box e-box I guess that's email a letter in your e-box you have a letter in your 
e-box that is um, that is somewhat threatening mm. and as I, I see there's a lot of emotions on this letter and I call it a letter because it's kind of it's got a little length to it I suppose something somebody wrote to you it's in your e-box I assume that's email Ladisee, call us, let us know, Zoom us, Facebook. Somebody say something? I can't hear you, you know. I can't hear you, Carrie. <laughs> Put some volume on it. Hello? Hello. Hello, Prophet. Hello, hello. Hi, sorry. Hello. This is Karen. I'm Prophet Ahabon Blue, and I'm speaking on the prophecy that um we heard some um, about the news here in some news today. Hello, I, I can't quite hear you, you know. I'm speaking on the prophecy that um you said that someone in blue heard some news today that um you laughed about the news, but it had a kind of concern. Yes. Right. Um. So today, um. Um, well, Josan, Josan, and Shelley and I, we were t talking about um, these Christians that were being killed, that had gotten killed in Afghanistan, uh -huh. right? Because Tanika told us about it, and uh -huh. we were just, we was, we wanted to know about if it was really true. We, so we went on the internet to find out any kind of recent news about it, and we wasn't finding anything recent. So we thought it was fake news, because normally, like some people, they were typically put up these news to kind of have people worried so it, it had me kind of when i heard the news the first time i got scared uh -huh. but then upon searching for it it's like i wasn't finding anything so we thought it was i thought it was fake news so so no but we but what you're saying is that we was kind of all right i understand but is it real news or fake news i kind of verify Say that again so, so I thought there was many questions that it was killing. Uh huh. Uh, first thing is you can't kill a true Christian. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes, prophet. Their plane just gets out faster than anybody else's. Amen. Glory to God. Huh? Yes, prophet. You don't have to wait for the plane to take off. <laughs> Their plane just takes off one time. <laughs> I fly away. See, there's something that is deceiving about that song, you know. It says some glad morning. Listen, if you die in the afternoon, you don't have to wait the morning. <laughs> uh, they're just speaking hypothetical. You know, there's some morning. Yeah, they just, some morning they ain't going to go to work, they're going to go to heaven. You know, that's what they mean. Some morning they're going to wake up, ain't going to have to worry about not having no breakfast, they're going to go to heaven. But the truth is, a true Christian never dies. Hmm? Be it? That's what Lazarus died, and they didn't even have time to bury him. 
angels and come and snatched his body away. The rich man, he was buried, found himself in hell. But when uh, Lazarus died, it never said they buried the man. The body just disappeared. <laughs> Enoch, he walked with God. He was no more. Uh-huh. So that was you. Yes. And, 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 and Dan has a has one too. Say that again. Dan has another scenario too that she thinks that the prophecy con um put it into her too. Does she have anything blue on? Yeah, she have on a blue skirt. All right. What is her scenario? <laughs> I'm waiting. Me and Karen was talking today. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. <laughs> talking today, Prophet. And something she told me that that disturbed me disturbed me a little. Just like I was shocked about the news, but then after I was a little worried about it now. Shocked about what? That she said that oh, Jesus. Well Prophet, I was telling her but I was speaking I was telling her the fact that I was talking. I talked to my sister. And she she was telling me certain things um, that that she knew that she wasn't she and um, Daryl wasn't um, wasn't mistreated, but is that that they they were just they were just own up to their wrongs. Say that again. I was telling Diane that call what Colin was telling me a night that she I, she and I were talking, and she was telling me that they wouldn't. Um, that they that they didn't that this house didn't do them anything wrong, but that um, that they own up they own up to their wrong as to what they did, and she was she was basically repenting to me. Are we still talking about Afghanistan? No, prophet, it's a different topic. What are we talking about now? This is dying. This is dying. Why y'all? Why y'all listen to the devil all day long for? What? Y'all got special connections with Satan? No prophet. Hello, listen. I, I am sure somewhere today some Christian got killed. Yes, prophet. But you can't kill a Christian. Hmm? Jesus says you will be persecuted. You will be put to death. Yes? Yes, but prophet. if you stand your ground to the end, you won't be lost. Yes, prophet. Won't y'all listen to that news? Yes? Yes, prophet. Now, since, since you two are in the house, I can boof you two. Sitting around talking about nonsense. Huh? Now, now, sometimes, you know, sometimes the truth is, sometimes Christians are kind of bullies. They think because they're saved, they can just uh, tell us seizure what to do, you know. Um, oh, no, we have to obey the laws of the land. But sometimes you just, you just listen to a bunch of foolishness during the day, and it's just got you trouble. Are you ready to lay your life down for Christ? That's the real question. Hello. Yes, prophet, yes. Were you praying for them or for yourself? 
Huh? You think the Muslims gonna come and kill you? <laughs> no prophet. What? No prophet. But I remember always having. Hello. When you dead? When Jesus found you? <laughs> I love you, daughter. But truth is truth. Yes, when you dead? When Jesus found you? Yes, prophet. Was you dead when Jesus found you? Yes, prophet. I well, can they kill you twice? No. So what you worried about? <laughs> Nothing, prophet. You be set free. Yes, prophet. Uh, yes, prophet. Fly away from bad news. Fly away from it. Fly away from it. Hallelujah. Next thing you know, the devil got you up in a corner. <laughs> and where's your friend at? <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, uh. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Jesus said, how long must I be with you? I'm not saying, I'm not saying, you know, these days you don't know, you don't know what is, you don't know what is false news and what is uh, erring news. Uh, but the truth is, most news is a lie anyway because it has um, uh, wrong intent. Uh, most news are spoken in such a way as to, you know, people that like to watch the news all the time. Hello, you need to smoke some ganja or something. You are you addicted to bad news. You think listening to bad news is going to make you feel safe? Huh? You're going to get so paranoid. I understand listening to news every now and then, just kind of know what's going on in the world, so, you know, things ain't a surprise, or maybe you know how to answer people. But, but some people are addicted to bad news. You're just addicted to it. Huh? You're just listening to the news, and you got your head all in politics, and you don't even know what politics is. Huh? Yes, you, you got to get away from all that nonsense. Why is it we always want to listen to the bad news? We never want to learn. read the good news. Uh, somebody, come on now. Come on. Now, I know somewhere, you know, and I'm not saying we shouldn't pray for people if, if, if the Christians' lives are threatening. I'm not saying we shouldn't, right? Um. See, that, that's just like Afghanistan. Listen, only in Christ do we truly know what is best for that country. Yes, as far as I know, the country is already Muslim. We don't know what's best for that country. Only God knows what's best for that country. Yes? Now, a Christian shouldn't go nowhere. God ain't sent them. Yes? And I understand that every day Christians are getting killed, but you can't kill a true Christian. It's what we signed up for. But if you're already dead, it shouldn't hurt the second time. <laughs> I say if you're already dead, it shouldn't hurt the second time. Uh, hello. When you died of your sins, when you died of your desires and your lust, wasn't that the worst pain of all? Now you're going to worry about a bullet or your head being cut off? 
I know you think I'm making light, but it's the truth. If you're dead, what you worried about? They can't kill you again. The Bible says that. You know, why be afraid of him that can just kill the body and do no more? He can't even kill you twice. You're dead. Yes? So pray for them. But what do we pray? Save their flesh? Huh? I'll rebuke you like Jesus rebuked Peter. <laughs> Jesus said, I'm going to die. Peter says, no, you're not. Jesus says, get behind me, Satan. Think about this. You know, sometimes you, 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 sometimes these Christians have been threatening you, and you pray that their flesh might be saved. Why don't you ask God what you should pray? You might should pray that they have the strength to face their death. Because if, if the whole world is praying for somebody's flesh to be saved and then they still get killed, obviously that wasn't God's will. So that means you were praying the wrong way. Now, if somebody is supposed to literally die for Christ, right? They're supposed to literally die for Christ. And you're praying that their flesh gets saved. Don't you know you are weakening them and not strengthening them? Uh, but in this day and time, we like to think that nobody dies for Christ. Listen, Jesus was the firstborn, but there's many firstborn after him, you know. There's many that have died for Christ. Uh, Paul says, you know, Paul says, listen, you're killing me. You want me to fight for my flesh, but I know that where I'm going, I'm going to be persecuted, and I'm not going to see you no more. Hmm? Paul says, I've been dead before, and I got up, and I went back in town and preached, but I'm going to go experience a death. I ain't coming back in the flesh no more, but you're killing me because you, you, you're praying that I save my flesh, huh? You know how many family members get saved? And they give up worldly desires and people praying for them to come back. Back into the flesh. Where is character? Jesus died for you. Are you ready to die for him? That's character. Uh, as character. You ready to lay your life down for him? As character. Why do we think we're noble when we pray for a Christian that's going to be killed for their faith? Why do we feel we're so noble? Uh, and why are we fighting so much for their flesh? Uh, Jesus said to Peter, you know, uh, you know, when you... When you get old, somebody else is going to lead you. Somebody else is going to dress you and lead you. And the Bible says Jesus said this to indicate the type of death Peter would experience that would glorify God. See, the saints today don't want to die. Nobody wants to die for Jesus. Everybody wants to get rich for Jesus. 
Nobody wants to die for Jesus. Now, I'm not, I'm not preaching some morbid, con, uh, morbid concept. I'm just saying, where's your interest? Where's your character in God? Hmm? Where's your character in God? Huh? Now, if this is a false story, a fake story, I mean, it's bad enough if it's true, but if it's a fake story, the devil ain't got two ministers. <laughs> I bet y'all speaking in tongues. What y'all speaking in tongues about? <laughs> if it's not even a real scenario. <laughs> but if it is, pray for them. Lord, thy will be done. That's what Jesus prayed. And it was his own life he was facing the end of. Thy will be done. Hmm? Yeah. If you can, let this cup be removed from me. But thy will be done. Not my will, thy will be done. See, you got to get out your character. Without character, you can't pray. If you ain't got no character, you're praying all over the place. Yeah. You're praying all over the place without character. Uh, without character, you you praying for for those Christians to go into some kind of stealth mode where the enemy can't see them, which might be kind of nice. That might be kind of fun too, you know. <laughs> Hallelujah! Uh, Jesus played stealth mode a lot of times. A lot of times they tried to catch him, he'd slip through the crowd. He says, "Listen." You're going to kill me, but I'm going to pick the time and the day. Yes, all I know is going to be on Passover right now. I'll let you know what year. <laughs> Prophet? Prophet? Yes. Um, there's a lady on Zoom. She said that... Um, one second. Let me just get this for you. She said that today on work, I had a, a meeting that seemed kind of funny. But it turned out to be really frustrating and I felt like wanting to quit my job altogether. Oh-ho. Uh -huh. And she has on a blue top. And she has on a blue top. Let yeah. me talk to her. Sure. <laughs> what was that prophecy? Remind me. Funny news, but I said in the paper, right? Yes. But it could be various type of news. And what was the other one we're looking for? Unpleasant, right? Threatening, lengthy, threatening. All right. All right but this is the first one. Hello, is this her? Lada, I see the top of your head. Aha. Uh -huh. And you have on blue. Hello, unmute, unmute. Come off you deaf and mute spirit. <laughs> Hello? Yes. 
You have on blue? Yes, I have on the blue top. Right now. Yes, right now. I have on the blue top. Yes. And that blue top. All right. So how did the meeting end? How did the meeting end? coincidence that the whole message tonight was on character and first thing is you probably need to apologize to your daughter and hug her because ain't no spirit going to transfer when you're trying to do the right thing the only spirit transfers is when you are not trying to do the right thing uh, I think I mentioned that to one or two even today listen I don't care what kind of mood you're in how bad you feel you always do good you don't add to your bad feelings or your upsetness. Listen, if, if somebody needs a hug, you give them a hug. If somebody needs encouragement, if they need a smile, you give them a smile. Uh, a bad spirit can't travel through that. If you set aside your own pain for a moment to love somebody or help somebody, can't no bad spirit ride on that. I don't care how bad you feel. I don't care what you got going on in your body. Can't no bad spirit ride on good. So he must, and I'm saying this not just to you but to everybody because it, it's kind of a powerful revelation all by itself. Bad spirits can't ride on good. I don't care how lustful you are, right? Let, let's say, for example, I run off the road. I'm in a, a, a bad car accident and the uh, car's on fire and I need somebody to pull me out of the car. And they said, well, I can't touch you. I got a lustful spirit on me. <laughs> see, that's stupid, you know. See, bad can't ride on good. So, so first thing is, and next thing is, nobody can really attack a good character. They can make you doubt. But if you got a good character, if you do what's right, 
and you're quick to apologize for anything that you did wrong, can't nobody attack that. They can attack it, but they can't get through to it. Good characters is is like somebody who's dead in Christ. You can't kill them again because they're already dead to self. Um, and and so, are you guilty on any aspect of this? I understand all that and sometimes you know I mean sometimes the easiest thing to do is to try to save our life but actually that's the worst thing you can do in any meeting uh, the best thing you can do in any meeting is to keep your character keep your integrity if you realize you're wrong you apologize if you're not wrong it doesn't matter if people are falsely accusing you you let them talk because in the end God himself will vindicate you and I think you're going to find that tomorrow's a new day. Amen. 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 Are, are you going to work tomorrow? No, I have to run Monday. Oh, yes, tomorrow's Saturday, right? Um, listen, when I say tomorrow, I mean the next day of work. It's going to be a new day. Yes? It's going to be a new day. The Lord will always vindicate you. Always. And I'm saying this not only to you, but I, I, I know some other people are listening on similar matters. Listen, if you ever feel that you're wrong in one area, you, you apologize for that. You know, good character will also repent. It will apologize. It will apologize for rudeness. If you have good character, you will do what's right in that line. But always remember, if you have good character, the best thing to do is just be quiet. Just be quiet. Let the Lord defend you. Yes? Because truth will always come out. It will always come to the surface. And so, uh, you said your daughter, right? She wanted a hug? Yeah. All right. You make sure you give her a hug. Amen. But next time you give her a hug, just right there at that moment, don't worry about that thing. So you already, somebody already told you the Lord's going to vindicate you. I'm just confirming it, right? Yes, everything will work out. You just hold on to Jesus. Uh, we don't quit what Jesus gave us. We just wait for the Lord to speak. And you're going to realize that everything's going to work out in this matter. Yes? You keep the faith. The Lord is good. Amen? Amen, amen. Listen, um, if you have if you have good character, you always somebody's always going to try to test your character, you know. But you will stand the test, and you will come out a winner. Amen. amen. Hallelujah, 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 and you're going to have a beautiful day tomorrow. You're just going to let this thing go. Make peace with God. Let this thing go. Amen. 
and you and you're gonna realize God is gonna work on your behalf. You are very welcome. How old is your daughter? She's twelve. Mm-hmm. And she needed a hug. La da bye. Boy, that's special, you know. You got a twelve year old that needs a hug? Yeah. Uh, usually girls especially, by the time they get twelve years old they don't want no hug from their parents, you know. Huh? They want a hug from some boy. <laughs> <laughs> you have a special child hallelujah hallelujah um, and you tell your child what's her name Kendra uh, say it again Kendra Kendra that's a pretty name you tell her to stay you tell her the prophet said to stay focused on her on her work Yes, and um, I don't think her day was the best either, you know. Tell her to stay focused on her work. Don't worry about what, uh, what other people are saying. Amen. That God has something wonderful for her to do in her life and that she's going to be very successful in life. Yes, she's not going to be second class. She's going to be first class. She's going to be very special. Um, in her life and not to worry about what what friends or other people might be saying. Amen? Amen. 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 Make sure you give her that word. I will. All right. Love you. Prophet? Yes. So we have another person who received news today. Um, this is Mel. She's at work at the moment, so she messaged. She said today she got news that they was laying off people from her job and that she's potentially at risk. She laughed when she heard the news, but she's a bit worried. And she is wearing blue jeans and a blue jersey. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm. You cannot fire a child of God because they've been hired by God. Hmm? The only time you can fire a child of God is if God's got a better job. Hmm. I hear the Lord saying to her, mm, let me find the word. Um, Nobody can take away what I have for you. You can't be moved from the place that he has for you. Not to worry about this thing. God will make a way for you. Those who are called, God will make a way for you. Uh, what God has called you to, he'll make a way for you. Can't nobody stop you. Hmm? In the last minute, they'll change their mind. Amen? Amen. She's at work, Yolanda? Amen.
Glory, hallelujah. Look at that, all blue. <laughs> There's nothing to be blue about no more. Because the blue sky is full of angels. Hallelujah. I, I know sometimes we, we get shaky when we hear things. But Peter says these things have come. He says sometimes it seems like something strange happening to you. But these things have come that our faith might be proven more genuine than pure gold. You know, it's, it's the way in which, you know, many times things come along to test our character. And it's just the hot breath of the devil. There's no truth to it. Um, see, when you have character, even if something startles you or shakes you, I will not be moved because God is good. And he's good to me. Uh, yes, he's good to me. He was good to me in B.C. And he's certainly good to me in A.D. And I don't know what people are talking about, but some common era. Because ain't nothing common about my God's love for me. <laughs> Glory. And while the dove is flying, may he fly into your house right now. May he fly into your workplace. Wherever you're at, may the dove just fly there. God says, I got it covered. Uh huh. There's an old song that says, Look away beyond the blue. Uh huh. Hallelujah. What are those glorious days that never end? The Lord loves you, He's with you. Be blessed.